Welcome to Swarupa Vidya Ashram. My name is Swami Nirmalananda. Each audio is a discourse that I offered at a satsang, a free meditation program, and was followed by meditation. These teachings address the underlying questions of life. Who am I? Why am I here? How do I do what I came here to do? I went to my guru with these same questions. While he gave me the teachings I share here, most importantly, he gave me the inner experience they describe. This is why I teach, to share the same with you, both the theory and the inner experience of your own inherent divinity. The bliss of consciousness is your birthright. Meditate and discover that you are greater than you could ever imagine. Om Namah Shivaya Gurave Satchidananda Murtaye Nishpapanchaya Shantaya Niralambaya Tejase Murtanandaya Gurave Shisha Samsara Harine Bhagda Kayaika Dehaya Namaste Chitsaratmane Heta Vijagatameva Samsara Nava Setave Prabhave Savavidyanam Shambhave Gurave Namaha Guru Brahma Guru Vishnu Guru Devo Maheshvara Guru Sakshat Parabrahma Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Om Swarupa Swaswabhava Namo Namaha Oh, I bow to my own self. I bow to my Baba's own self. I bow to his Baba's own self. I bow to your own self your own divine essence, your own beingness, your own isness, O Shiva. Again and again I bow. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo Namaha. Happiness. You want to be happy. Everyone wants to be happy. Why is happiness so important? Because when you're happy, you feel like you. I'm not talking about when you're on top of the world, jumping for joy. When that happens, it passes quickly. Then you settle back down into your usual, usual mood. But when you're feeling happy, your mind is peaceful and friendly. You're relaxed and helpful to others. Yes. <laughs> when you're feeling happy, your mind is peaceful and friendly. You're relaxed and helpful to others. 
You do things because they are there to be done, but you don't feel pressured or needy. Your inner feeling of happiness supports you from the inside while you do whatever needs to be done. Like after a beautiful holiday meal, you and everyone else is happy. So you just pop up and go help with the dishes. It's a natural thing. Your happiness overflows into helpfulness. It's not about doing the dishes to make you happy. You're already happy. You're expressing your happiness in action, just like Shiva does in becoming the universe. Oh, and when you're unhappy, oh my goodness, everyone needs to watch out. When you're unhappy, you feel cranky like a sleepy baby, or you're irritated or depressed. Really, nobody likes you then. So in addition to feeling terrible, you have to deal with the fact that you're turning people away from you. All you ever wanted to be was a beacon of light that attracts people. You want to shine. When you're happy, your eyes light up. Your face widens as you smile with your mouth and your eyes. You may have heard this already, but it takes fewer muscles to smile than to frown. Meditation makes you glow even brighter. Meditation makes you even happier. You shine with the light of consciousness as much as you allow. I see it. You look different at the end of our meditation period. It's always so beautiful to see. That is the light of consciousness arising within. Your eyes shine. Your peripheral vision is wider. Your smile is wider. Meditation shines light into your inner shadows. It gives you inner depth and resiliency. This is what carries you through life. There are ways to align your life with consciousness, clear guidance from the ancient sages about how to be happy. They give us the four cornerstones of a happy life. In Sanskrit, they are Dharma, Artha, Kama, and Moksha. Dharma is right living, that you play your part in the worldly process. You take care of things. Artha is wealth. Financial resources and possessions sufficient for your needs and enough that you are empowered to share. Kama, pleasures including physical indulgences, as well as fun and good times. Moksha, liberation, enlightenment, the bliss of knowing your own self as consciousness itself. Let's look at each one a little closer. Dharma, often translated as duty or righteousness, Dharma is simply doing the right thing. You take care of things including the responsibilities you were born into, as well as those you have chosen or created. You have a responsibility to take care of yourself, both your body and your mind. If you don't take care of yourself, you become a burden to others, which is hard on them, and you're not happy either. You also have a responsibility to the family you were born into and to the family you have created 
as well as to society, to your profession, to your neighbors, and more. These can sometimes be hard things, but that is true of anything you're responsible for. If you don't fulfill your responsibilities, it will bother you for the rest of your life. You must. And when you do the right thing, you feel good about it. You feel good about yourself. This is an important part of happiness. Arta. The second of the four goals of life is wealth. Wealth is good. If you are stuck in the poor yogi mindset, thinking that a yogi must be poor, it's time to rethink. Wealth is a legitimate goal of life, one that everyone understands. It is true that wealth enhances your enjoyment of life. A steady supply of sufficient funds can relieve financial pressures and worries. If you lack the basics, all your time is spent managing necessities. Wealth gives you a comfort zone that makes it possible for you to focus on your yoga practice. It's easy to understand that having money in reserve and good investments provides you with a sense of safety. Yet many people with plenty of money, unfortunately, are not free from worries. Their worries are just different worries. They worry about what might take their money away or what if the money they have isn't really enough. It's easy to see that wealth alone is not enough. Life without wealth is barren. Life focused on wealth is barren. You must cultivate wealth and you must also transcend it. Kama. Most people think their happiness depends on pleasures, on having lots of fun, being lazy and doing what they want. This is kama, an important part of life. But it is only one of the four goals. If you leave out the others, pleasures will wear you out. Many well-known pleasures are harmful to you, as proven by the medical definition lifestyle diseases. Instead, there are healthy pleasures, less well-known. And the good news is that yoga is one of them. Yoga says there is a dharma to kama. Pleasure must be included in your life, but in a dharmic way, which means appropriate types and appropriate amounts. This means you have to define the line between enjoyment and obsession. Unfortunately, people obsess on all kinds of things. Some even obsess on good stuff like organics, exercise, and dharma. When someone gets fixated on dharma, they usually want to live by the rules focused on right and wrong instead of finding the inner gyroscope that dharma provides. They don't enjoy life, and neither does anyone around them. Similarly, if you obsess on pleasure, you don't enjoy life much either. Yoga says yes to pleasure, but in measured and sensible doses. For example, my Baba taught taking food in measured doses. Fill your stomach half with food, one quarter with water, and leave one quarter empty for digestion to occur. 
and for the prana, the life force, to circulate. Feed yourself the finest foods and the most delicious of foods, but in measured and sensible amounts. Moksha, liberation, enlightenment. I guarantee you that enlightenment will make your life better. Once you've fulfilled your dharma, responsibilities, made some money, and saturated your senses with pleasures, comma, you begin to wonder, is this all there is? Our Western world doesn't offer anything else, but yoga does. The fourth goal of life, moksha, freedom. Yoga promises enlightenment, the inner state of great freedom. You're probably already working on the first three goals of life, to be a good person, to do good in the world, to acquire possessions, to set yourself up for your elder years, and even to be able to pass things along to your family, and to have a good time. You devote some time, perhaps a lot of time every day, to pursuing pleasures, hoping they will make you happy. These are wonderful and important things, but they all have you looking outward for satisfaction. No matter how much you do of these things, it still feels like something is missing. That's because it is. You have to look inward. Nothing is truly fulfilling without your own self. Experiencing, knowing, living in your own self is liberation. Moksha is yoga's specialty. To be liberated means to live in the inner fullness all the time, an inner fullness that is always arising within, regardless of what's happening around you. This is the purpose of meditation. Baba shared this teaching from his own experience in his spiritual autobiography, Play of Consciousness. He wrote, as my meditation deepened, the happiness within me began to grow, and also my courage, my strength, and my radiance. I've certainly experienced what he describes, becoming happier, stronger, more radiant, and fearless. Are you getting any of these benefits yet? Yeah? Scientists have been researching meditation by mapping the brains of meditators. Several research groups have been working on this for 20 years or more. In Madison, Wisconsin, they got the Dalai Lama's agreement to have his monk's brains analyzed. One monk gave off more gamma brain waves than anyone the scientists had ever seen. Also, certain parts of his brain were more active the happiness parts. And he had underactive parts of his brain, those with a propensity toward negativity. The researchers were so astounded that they called him the happiest man on earth. They asked him, how did you get there? Meditation. He didn't make more money than anyone else or have a more beautiful home or car or garden. He didn't gain weight or lose weight or get the right haircut. He wasn't looking for the right job 
or how to improve his tennis or chess game. Meditation made him the happiest man on earth. What will it do for you? Meditation is about how you use your mind. When you use your mind in a certain focused way, it's called meditation. Yoga says you can meditate on the moon, on a star, on a flower, on a candle flame. Yoga provides so many options. Each of them has a different effect on your mind, ultimately moving your mind through a process of settling deeper and expanding within. This settling and inner expansion takes you to your own self, the deepest and most expansive dimension within your own multidimensionality. This is why Baba has us meditating on the self. Instead of some outer thing or inner idea, he gave us the shortcut. When you turn your attention to look within and you take Baba's help by repeating his mantra, your mind reliably settles and expands. It might take a minute. It might take a month. It depends on how bad your mind was before you began your meditation. And if you know your mind isn't in such good shape, then use Baba's mantra before meditation. Repeat it aloud for 10 or 20 or 30 minutes. Your mind will be completely transformed. Now you'll find that meditation comes easily. Best of all, in meditation, due to Baba's great gift of Shaktipat initiation, the deeper dimension of your own being arises within you to fill your heart and mind and being. The bliss of consciousness arises within, healing your ills and transforming your outlook. Bliss and happiness arise from within. Now you bring your happiness with you everywhere you go. Baba emphasized this, that meditation is about how you feel when you're not meditating. He wrote, the purpose of meditation is inner happiness, inner peace. It's fine to have visions, but they are not absolutely necessary. What is necessary is inner joy. When all the senses become quiet, and you experience bliss, that is the attainment. The sages tell us, even when you've attained ultimate happiness, life continues. This is the good news. It means you can become enlightened and still have a life. And you get to choose what your life will be full of. You'll still fulfill your dharma. You will still have possessions and financial resources Maybe you'll manage them even better. You will still enjoy pleasures, but you will be you while you do these things. These wonderful things are all part of life in this world, but these things don't make you who you are. You are a unique, individualized form of consciousness. You always have been. You always will be. The point of life is for you to know your own self and bring yourself with you everywhere you go. Then you'll always be happy 
happier than happy, you'll be based in the bliss of consciousness. Om Swarupa Swaswa Bhava Namo Namaha.